watching Prohibition fall down. All right, what's up, DGC? We haven't had a special hangout in a while, Scotty. Yes. From Bull of a Duck. What's up, brother? Really excited to be here with you guys. This is awesome. Yeah, you actually, a, you're a fan of the show. We were bullshitting about, about the I'm show earlier. It. I'm into the show. I, I love what you guys do and how you're, you, you guys put, I mean, there's a lot of people just throwing up content all over the place and you guys actually have a plan and it's well done. The production values are great. You're capable of putting filters on my face and making me look beautiful. Oh, <laughs> you're good to go, man. I am in the new Mikeless studio though, man. I'm feeling good over here. Feeling free. Hey, you sound good. good. All well, right, man. Good. Hey, the, by the way, the catalyst for getting Drew on the line was we had a question about terpenes. We had a question about actually testing. And I was kind of me, guru, and dude, we're all thinking we really need an, an expert over here. So Boveda's a, a pro of the show, a big supporter of the DGC, and a great supporter of the industry, man. I really dig I'll, I'll just go on and say I do really dig the product. I'm in Colorado. It's dry as hell here, man. And uh, Colorado crumble. Yeah. And I used to, <laughs> when, it, when, when some great weed comes around, I'll buy a few jars of it. And at the end, it's it's not the same quality as when I started. So, Bovida, y'all got the, what are the 62, 62% humidity packs that I've been using? Is that what they are? 60. There we go. Yeah. I throw the teeny tiny ones in a jar, like with a quarter or an eighth in there. And it keeps it right, you know, two, three months later. So I do dig y'all's product, man. I'll just start out by saying. Thank you. Thank you very much. Yeah. They, 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 they do work. Absolutely. Are always- hey, by the way, you guys, I always think it's a trippy uh, parallel or whatever. Y'all came from uh, Fine Instruments. Is that right? I was told sure. that. The- yeah. The legacy of our company 25 years ago, uh, we solved the problem in the premium cigar industry. Uh, our first. Uh, Business was helping the cigar industry keep cigars from drying out. No, that makes and sense. And then about about five years later, uh, some of the major expensive guitar manufacturers came to us and said, "We're having a lot of trouble with guitars getting wrecked because the fluctuations in humidity, especially for touring musicians." So we developed humidity levels for a, a special pack that goes inside a, a guitar case, and then. The violins, the violas, the clarinet reeds, all that stuff followed suit. And then our arrival in cannabis was uh, largely accidental. Uh, A lot of our cigar humidity packs were being purchased in funny states like California, Colorado, (laughs) Oregon, Washington. A lot of cigars. Uh, We had a a run on packs up in uh, British Columbia. And we did some homework and we discovered that there were a lot of people in the traditional market that were uh, having a problem if they were to try to pack and ship anything, uh, any distance at all. They were losing a significant percentage of the weight. And at that point in time, we had no idea what the actual effects were going to be on the pr- how, how effectively do we really preserve the plant and in the last five or six years, we've really learned a ton about that because we got busy when we discovered the cannabis industry was using our cigar packs. And we developed, with the help of some really smart people in cannabis, uh, we developed the 62% pack. And that's our, our wheel house, if you will. This is the workhorse of the company. And then there was a group in Colorado that wanted a little bit lighter 
humidity levels. So we developed a 58%. Um, it's uh, slightly different. The, the feedback that I get is people like the 58s for joints and um, certain strains where they like a little bit drier bud. But the 62 is still like everybody's first choice. Yeah, I like it a little spongy. You know, keep keeping a little fresh, man. So there's that big of a difference between 58 and 62 percent humidity. Yeah, four. Idea, yeah, you can do the math, but I'm saying <laughs> if, we, if we were to taste, if you were to put it in a bong, it, you know, the it would certainly smoke differently. So, so here's the um, the major difference is when you light a joint, um, if it's if it's brighter than 62 or at 62, it's likely to go out faster than if it's at 58. Got it. If it's at 58, it just they just seem to, and it depends on the ambient conditions where you are. Sure. I mean, if you're sitting in Miami, Florida, and it's 85% humidity, you're going to have a hard time keeping your joint lit. If you're sitting in Palm Desert or in uh, Saskatchewan, it's going to burn pretty fast. So, um, it really depends a lot of what your what what the conditions are where you are. And then packets work both ways with the humidity as well. I've only I've only used them in Colorado. But if I go to back down to Florida and I use something to keep my bud from, even if I didn't completely dry it, will it suck up some of the moisture? Yeah. So the, the, the thing that's everybody, one of the myths in the industry is that all humidity packs are the same. And a lot of the also rands are really similar. There's nobody that does it the way we do it. Our formula is that each humidity level is a different natural salt or blend of natural salts with purified water and a binding agent. That's all that's in this pack. And then it's housed in a packet that has natural craft paper, food safe inks, and then the the, the uh, membrane on the inside is a high filtration um, reverse osmosis type of membrane. So this will give out humidity in Colorado or in in Canada where it's dry, and this will absorb humidity in Florida or in certain parts of the uh, Broken Coast up in uh, California, up into Oregon and and uh, Washington. So the pack will absorb about 40% of its weight and it will discharge about 40% of its weight. So it is a dynamic two-way humidity control product that it, it acts like it's got a brain, but it doesn't. It's just the natural dynamic that you can only get with salt. And um, it's the intelligence of nature in there, man. Nature's got, nature's it's got the coolest thing, man. I fell in love with this because I'm an old time cigar guy. And I was in a store and a guy put a boba to pack in my bag because I bought more cigars than I normally did. And I said, what's this? And he said, that's a boba to pack. It'll keep your cigars fresh. And I said, you got to be kidding me. How's it work? And he go, you want to know, go downstairs and ask the owners because the company at the time was housed in the basement of the cigar store. Uh, and that was just six years ago. So Hell yeah. um, I started hanging out with these guys and I fell in love with the company. I fell in love with the product and they uh, had me out on the road. I've been out on the road most up until COVID. I was kind of the show dog running most of the operations at shows. Yeah. Remember shows? Remember meeting people? <laughs> hey, dude, I'm so shows. sorry to be hijacking this thing, but I got a shitload of questions. Do you mind if I just ask one more? Then I swear I'll let you take over. Absolutely. You do your <laughs> What's up with terpene loss? The only thing I've heard, you know, everybody's always got something to say. Uh, Bovidas are too good to be true, or at least to have something perfect. Uh, moisture is too good to be true. So the, the too good to be true thing is terpene loss. Uh, terpenes volatize off. Does the packet suck in any terp? T tell me about terpene loss and 
and you know these kind of moisture packets. Could, so a healthy trichome that's coming out of the drying curing process, a healthy trichome's in good shape. It's it's got a waxy film on it. It's got um, it's got the ability to maintain its integrity for a certain period of time. Uh, we add the boveda pack at after the drying and initial curing phase. And what the Boveda pack does is it creates a monolayer of moisture around the trichome head. So what that monolayer of moisture does is it keeps the moisture that's in the bud from coming out of the bud. The way you lose terpenes is when the water evaporates out of the trichome head. So as soon as that trichome head gets dry and breaks down, those terps are escaping along with the water vapor that's in, in the uh, uh, trichome head. So um, we were... Some of these other companies that are making a go of, of uh, being in the humidity control business, they created some of this narrative about, you know, Boveda steals terps. Well, we take things like that seriously. I mean, we've been around for a while and we're, we, we really want to stay in business. So we did the homework and we've done the analysis on the paper and the membrane and the salt and the water and the binding agent. And there's no terpenes uh, except for some just like if you touch bud, you get some terpenes on your fingers. Right. When you have a packet in your jar or oh, your bag, it's going to get it. a little bit on the paper. But otherwise, there's no absorption of terpenes by the pack. Uh, on the contrary, and this is what's kind of cool, is they say, oh, you steal terps. And we're like, what? And we go do the homework and we discover not only do we not steal terps, but we're preserving terps. If you take We've got a study. We got a white paper that I'll send you guys because uh, Brett likes the white papers. Um, this white paper describes how in the first seven days after your cure, you're in danger of losing 40 percent of your terpenes. Wait, after that's your a, dry or a, after your cure? So there's a, the the. You need to have a drying and an initial curing process. Let's explain that. Let the difference between dry and cure and back up just a little bit as far as if you can do ideal dry cure setup. Okay. This puts it into context. Um, the plant is about 80 to 85% water when it's on the stock. So you, you, you cut it down. And ironically, we're 80 to 85% water too. It's kind of a cool thing we have in common with the plant. Imagine this. So... You cut down the plant, and immediately the react the organic reaction is that a lot of the water starts coming out of the plant. So if you're at about 85% humidity in the plant when it's on the stock, you want to get it down to 55 or so as your bottom, maybe down to 50, depending on your style and what your personal habits are. Some people go a little lower and then rehydrate later. But what happens in the process is there's a whole bunch of things you want to get rid of. You want to get rid of excess chlorophyll. You want to get rid of a lot of the gases that are in the plant that don't really um, contribute to the cannabinoid profile or the terpene profile that we're all so fond of. So you go through this initial drying stage and you get it down to probably 65, you're approaching 60%. That's the that's the drying. That's like the limp drying stage. You get a lot of people that use racks to do it. You get some people that'll hang the product on a rack in a in a room so that it all everything comes down into the buds and all that. Everybody's got a different process. Not trying to advise anybody on any particular process, but after that initial drying phase, then you you have choices. You can either 
buck the flour off of it and put it in jars, bags, or like there's people, there's a lot of people. I don't know if you guys yeah, have seen sea vault. That's a big sea vault, man. Jesus. Well, yeah, Christ. this is the kind that you'd use. And then I've got a smaller one over here that Brett would use. But this, this is the this is the new large sea vault. Um, it it comes with a couple of 320 gram boba packs. Um, Are you suggesting just, Scotty just just consumes a bit more cannabis than myself? I'm, I'm guessing that he's probably a third more than you. Is I'm gonna that put fair? that. Remember the cars with the big spare tire on the outside? I'm just gonna disguise that as my spare tire. Drive around. Yeah. Perfect. So there's a point in the process where. You want to slam the brakes on the drying and you want to free, you basically want to, to, to stop the degradation because you get past a certain amount of dryness and then those trichomes fall apart and the terpenes come out. Right. So that's where, that's where Bovida comes in. So if you put like this size is good for a pound. So you put a Bovida pack in with a pound and you seal it up. You can pretty much rely on that pound being the same six months later. And if you didn't use any any Bovida pack, you're talking about a window of enjoyment that's probably going to run from, depending on where you are, if you're in Colorado, it's going to dry out super fast. Realistically, you've got two to three weeks where you got dank, spongy buds that right. are really fun to squeeze and yep. watch them come back. Yep. Um, otherwise, you're into Colorado crumble and you're smoking dust. If you're up in a climate where you've got a lot of humidity, you can get a wide, longer uh, uh, window of enjoyment, uh, but you're also flirting with mold. I mean, the stories about mold are, I mean, that's nothing new to you guys. There's a lot of mold in the business. And, Most uh, definitely. I got mold on some of my flour on long-term storage and bigger, bigger quart jars um, before I started using the packs. And it just seemed inevitable and inevitable after X amount of time in the jar. With I figured if I don't open it, it's cured. It's going to be good, but it would get a little in the bud. Yeah. Well, and it, you know, there's a lot of variables. One of the things that's a trip is people that get really scientific about it. They realize there's a lot of different density across the bud. So you got different amounts of water in different parts of the bud. So the object of the exercise is to put it in a in a, in a sealed container with a bovida pack. So you can equilibrate the interior of that container because what it'll do is it'll allow the juicier parts of the bud to, to come down and equalize and get to a level of dryness that you're looking for. But it won't let the drier parts of the flower, the naturally less population of water in some of the other parts of the bud, it, it balances it out. So you end up with a homogenous humidity level across the bud. That's what everybody's after because then you could seal it up for the long term with little worry about having any of those little hot spots create that pesky mold that you're talking about. I was trying to pack more bowls since you're calling me out. I'm just trying to inhale more because everybody I, calls I, me. I, I wasn't. I wasn't insulting your manhood. I just think. Yeah, I just. I think. I think you're. I am I wrong? Are you guys both at the same? Pace? No, you are actually a hundred percent. It's like you listen to the show. Yeah, the dude's the kind of guy that can still get overly stoned, and I'm the kind of guy that'll call my mom after this. You know. <laughs> Can happen, can happen. Dude, do me a favor. Get into uh, this question from Freedom Farms. All right, sure. This was, we this got was a question. pretty good one. 
listen up. It says, howdy, DGC tribe. I'm about to harvest my first legal grow. Right. And I need to send it off for testing and certification. Our plan is to provide organically grown, fully cured, premium medical cannabis for veterans. I would like to test it twice, but the fees are crazy high mm. and not in the good way. Thanks for any suggestions. Much appreciated. All right. So here's the questions there. So first one, would it be better to wait a couple months before harvesting it? No, before test- before having it tested. Ah, gotcha, gotcha. Would it be better to wait a couple months before having it tested when the bud is nicely cured, or should I have submit it um, after our two-week dry? Good question. I don't know if you're familiar in on this, Drew. But- yeah. yeah, I read the question earlier, and I, then I had a chance to think about it. And I, my honest answer would be, it depends on what you want. If you're looking for the highest terpene profile and the uh, and the uh, you know the 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 most uh, moisture content naturally in the bud, you want to do it relatively quickly after the drying period, like within the first two weeks after you've had that plant down. Because no chance That's, for volatilization at all. You just want to. There's going to be some volatilization no matter what. So just get it in there as yeah. soon as you can. Yeah. And and you're going to reach a place where you go off a ski jump because after a couple of weeks of, I mean, that magic window of where you've got really high confidence in your ability to keep this bud premium quality, everybody can do a pretty good job of that for two weeks. Beyond the two weeks, like a two-week dry is pretty common for a lot of people. Right. I know there's people that are drying for longer. If honestly, people in our industry don't necessarily, as a habit, cure cannabis. If you were to truly cure cannabis, it would probably require you to have minor fluctuations in temperature and humidity in a dark um, environment over the course of anywhere from six weeks to six months to play with all the different things that you can do with the different changes that can take place in that bud, depending on what you're looking for. Um, there's some really, we got some friends that are really incredible uh, gurus about this stuff. Happy to have, uh, and you, I know you guys know some of them, but um, I'd, uh, my attitude is to your question that the fellow or woman proposed. Um, I mean, I'd probably, you know, the problem is that, costs so darn much to get testing. That's a whole nother conversation about some of the ridiculous costs that these people face trying to be in business. But I'd probably get it tested in week two or week three. Okay. You know, sooner I, than I later. So I'd get it. Well, if we, I want to high, you know, the highest chirping content is going to be earlier unless, you know, you're still going to have, let's say you put a Boveda pack in with it at week two and you wait three months to go get it tested. You're going to have more terpenes in it than you would without the Boveda pack, but it's not like everything stops when you use the Boveda pack. There are still small amounts of degradation that continue to occur with organic material. You only stop you can't, in time. It, it, You're just not stopping time. It doesn't matter whatever. Anything that's that was once living degrades over time. You can slow right. it down. You, that's that's what we do. We slow it down. We we extend that window of enjoyment out from, you know, three to four to five weeks. Which in Canada it's critical because so many people in Canada are buying bud through the OCS and they they or they go to a store and they buy it and they look at the born on date. 
When was that packed? When did you open it? Uh, um, good question. It says on here, packaged on October 6th. Of this year? Of this year. And then I Where'd opened you get it. it. I blame COVID. You're smoking a lot <laughs> of weed these days, brother. I got it from a, a dispensary at premium price here where I live. <laughs> You're that's embarrassed really, to say that dispensary that's, that's because really, it was so goddamn really expensive. Fresh. The bud was still not. I've seen Bovida packs come in some of these containers, not in this one, and the bud definitely <laughs> was fairly fairly dry for my liking. So I had to head it up. It doesn't take long. I didn't check what the relative humidity is in your neighborhood these days. Um, I often do that before I go on a show because I want to be able to say, like I, I was on a deal um, the other day with Peter from Future Cannabis Project, and uh, we had four... Uh, farmers from Northern California having a conversation about recap of the year and what they're excited and scared about for next year. And it was a fascinating show. And I looked at the relative humidity and it, it was, it was like 38 or 40% relative humidity in uh, Arcata, California when I checked it. And if you think about it, if the plant started out at 85, you dried and cured it down into the low sixties, high fifties, and then it's exposed to your environment. Um, it's crazy because in a short period of time, I opened a bag on a coffee table at a party in uh, Las Vegas for MJ BizCon a couple years ago. And that bud went from like 62% RH. We tested it about an hour later and it was 42% RH. That's that's how much water came out of that bag just sitting there. Granted, it was 18% relative humidity yeah. in, in, in Vegas, but it was crazy because people are going, oh, you know, at home, this bud is so dank and so fabulous, but somehow here in Vegas, it's just ridiculously dry. And the and when you say, I just got to interrupt, when you say the water and moisture level, there's got to be terpenes popping off there too or volatizing off there too, along with the any, water, no? Anytime you're losing water, you're losing terpenes and you're also losing other cannabinoids, but we don't really have um, the science behind the other cannabinoids figured out yet. We're still working on that. But overall, the quality of you want to keep as much in the flower as you can up until the time that you ingest it. Because that's the maximum efficacy of, you know, what we call medicine. And I, I mean, I, whether you're a rec user or a, a adult use person or a medical patient, I think it's all medicine. I mean, it's making everybody feel better. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I mean, you, <laughs> sorry, I'm, I'm just, I'm learning here, man. So as far as see, the, yes, yes, dude. Yes. Do you see a difference, Scotty, yourself at a curiosity or um, trimendro and inhaling dry cannabis versus I'll say moist cannabis. Just in general, just even breaking it up. When I break, uh, what you call them, the Colorado crumbles? Yeah, if I let my yeah. weed get to that point and I'm just crumbling it up or it just turns to dust, maybe it is subconscious, but being able to grind something up that's really a nice moisture level and yeah, there's just something nicer about it. There is. Well, you harsh your throat. I mean, I don't know anybody that's smoked weed that hasn't harshed their throat at one point or another. I mean, taking that big hit and had the where you feel like your heart's going to come out of your chest because you no, it's just, it's harsh. I have a, my throat. <laughs> yes. Anytime I think, I, you, cough, I, I think, got, I, I think you want the that. coolest smoke you can get, you know, heat, it, it, the combustion part of it's really important because it creates 
all these changes and prepares that for going into your body. But you want the least amount of heat you can get. Dude, ice bombs are body. dope. I do love yeah. ice bombs. Yeah. And um, I just think, you know, there's people that are so used to smoking super dry weed that they're like, no, I like I like my Colorado crumble. I like it dry. I well, was used to it, man. And I hooked up with you guys. I seen y'all for a while, but I'm pretty lazy. I never really got around to trying them. Y'all put some in my hand and I will tell you, I really do dig it. Every now and again, I'll get some connoisseur weed and I want to keep it. You now I have six or seven or 12 different quarters of it and I want to keep it. I've been putting those little teeny tiny ones right in the jar uh for a quarter and it works awesome what size are those things the little tiny ones give yourself a plug man for like an eighth or a quarter you know, like a pint oh jar yeah or something. so the, this is this is a uh um, those yeah this is a size four this is actually for a half an ounce the one you're looking at would be a size one um you can buy ones for a quarter 30 cents something like that i think in canada they might be 32 cents um but we have different sizes for different quantities of cannabis. So the the bottom line, if you and I, uh, if say we're all in the elevator and we're going down to the lobby and you asked me in a nutshell what we do, all I'd say is there's a huge problem in the cannabis business. And that is that 80% of the weed that's going to market is below par as far as quality. Right. And the number one thing you could do to enhance the quality of that bud would have been to take care of it with proper humidity control, keep them precise two-way humidity control. So you can keep more of the terpenes and more of the goodness in that flower. That's it in a nutshell. We've got a huge problem with quality. I mean, seriously, if you go around, we, we go into dispensaries, we buy flour all over the place. We've got expensive testing gear that we take with us and we run it through and we log all this stuff. It all goes into a database here and then we publish these white papers on it and seriously really i mean stuff that i know was so excellent at the growers location in the two to three weeks after they harvested dried it cured it to the extent that they do and then packed it up for shipping it was primo awesome bud but by the time it gets to palm springs or you know wherever it's going there's so much pressure on it that it just falls apart and you lose a lot of the goodness. So for pennies, you can keep it fresh. People like fresh. Here's the thing. If I'm a LP or a, a, a producer in the States, all, what I, all I really want is for somebody to have the wonderful experience of my bud and say, yeah, I'm going to go buy that again. And the yeah. problem, the problem in Canada is you got people spending a fortune on putting these brands together. People try it once. They have a lot of other options. They go, meh, it was okay. I'll try this one. And they try a mediocre, mediocre, mediocre. They get something like Whistler and they go, holy cow, this is amazing. And they start becoming more discerning about what they're buying. It's just, it's so hard to get people to become loyal to a brand. And that's a big part of what we're trying to do is help people develop brand loyalty. The consistency, consistent quality, man. Uh, what else? So we, hey, you mentioned, uh, you know, taking it to different environments. How much is temperature affected too? I mean, we got humidity, temperature. I know light, you want to, you don't want anything in the light because light de degrades, degrades. Yep. I like that. It's cool. Yeah, that's, that's the bummer about glass jars. I mean, some people love glass jars, but if you're going to use glass jars, keep them in a dark place. Um, that's why the sea vaults are so good. Um, I do dig those, man. 
They, there are some heavy. Do you guys have sea vaults? Should we send you some sea vaults? Oh, sure. of course. <laughs> sure. Okay. Are you is it just generally or? yes on whatever I have to send? Uh, are you sea vault? Is is that the same company? No, just partners. So Gary Swanson, the guy that um, started Sea Vault, you know the the um, the. Uh, I'll just do this again because I think you got cool, people man. that just tuned in. Kids want that's to smell Mac, like That's the Mac Daddy, and it's got. You know, beautiful seal. It holds a ton. I think that's a 21 liter. I'm not sure um, Gary would know, but he's been such a friend of this company. So five gallons. Gary's Gary's a OG cannabis grower, consumer dude from Connecticut. I mean, he knows tons about weed. He started Seavault um, about 15 years ago. They're They've, they're just a great company. It naturally, when we got to know Gary, he was like, no, I like the Bovida technology and I want to find ways to use it in all my containers. So we've we've had a wonderful relationship. They're a great partner, but we don't own Seavault. I'd love to own Seavault. <laughs> no, it's, it's a cool they're, idea they're because awesome. actually I got a small one for like an eighth and it had a little spot for a little Bovida pack. You were talking the only terpene loss is actually physically touching it. Shit didn't even touch it, you know? It's pretty cool. Oh. Yeah. yeah, that's like oh. well, yeah, and that 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 contact loss is really de minimis, so you don't have to yeah. worry about that. Yeah, you could put it anywhere in your container, but the way Gary did it was he wanted to have it sequestered in the lid, so that's cool. It works great, which is cool. But temperature is temperature a big deal as far as terpene yeah. degradation? So, so te- temperature is a factor for a number of dis- different reasons. Um, there's a lot of people that believe that they do themselves a favor by putting their weed in the refrigerator or the freezer. Um, ideally, cannabis would stay between, and, I, and I'm going to give you the, we're the only non-metric uh, country left in the world, and I don't think in Celsius or centigrade or whatever you guys do. So <laughs> if, if you keep it between 45 and 65 degrees Fahrenheit, thank you. go ahead and figure that out. Um, that that's ideal. Um, when it's warmer than that, uh, there's all sorts of opportunities for added, um, activity in the buds, letting off more water faster. If it's lower than that, there's a problem called sublimation, where if you're in a freezer, um, if you, if you've ever looked in your freezer and seen your ice cubes have shriveled up. Um, it's because of sublimation. It's going from a solid to a gas without ever becoming a liquid. That is the concept of sublimation. So um, if you put bud in a freezer, um, while you think you're doing something good for it, you're actually having an effect on it. it you can do whatever you want. It's your bud, okay? I'm not- It changes it. I've done it but before. It, it totally freezes the bud, Because please. the ability of the trichome to stay in one piece- uh, there is moisture loss under cold conditions, and also any any product that you're using for humidity control, including the Bovida, does perform differently at high and low temperatures. So, not high temperatures that you would naturally uh, experience in your in your day to day life. But um, we encourage people not to put you know 20 pounds of weed in the trunk of your car. In the hot sun in Los Angeles. That should be, um, yeah. That should get yeah. 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 So you should know better. And we also encourage people not to um, not to freeze it. So if we can keep it, you know, if we can keep it at, at a reasonable ambient temperature between 45 or 50 and 75, let's say, 
is where it starts getting high, 75 or 80 um, Fahrenheit, of course. It, it's going to be, you're going to have a better experience. And the cool thing about the Boveda is we had a guy say, yeah, well, I got a glass jar and it's sitting on the table in my kitchen and I got windows on all sides and the sun comes up in the morning and warms the jar and the temperature changes in the jar. And well, if you got a Boveda pack in it, the pack's going to absorb the excess moisture when it occurs. It's going to give off the moisture it needs when it's needed. You're going to have consistency all throughout the day as the sun comes up and goes down. And without it, you're pretty much three or four days, you're rocking that bud back and forth between hot and cool and yeah. bright and dark, and it's going to degrade fast. So. I think in my crawl space, I mean, my root cellar. What do you think? <laughs> that seems like a kind of good a, place to put it in. No? no, I was just trying to fit in, man. <laughs> <laughs> well, Dick, you're hanging out on the show today, man. We're going to have to get you back on. And as you guys say, saving the turf. Did you even smoke any weed? This guy. Dude. This guy. I'm telling <laughs> you. He Did keeps you his shit together. <laughs> yeah. Yes, you can actually yes. Thank you, my friend. So wh why don't you give away uh, 10 of these, uh, five grays and five blacks? We'll ship those to you. You can Work. do a drawing with people, get people to, to chime in. Hell yeah. um, Boveda is here to help you. If anybody needs Boveda packs, we've got, uh, we've got a guy in Nanaimo that covers the West. We've got uh, people in, in the Toronto area. Um, wherever you are, I know your show gets seen all over the place. So uh, Boveda is sold worldwide through a bunch of different distributors and direct sales. So if we can help you, you can hit us up on Instagram at, at Boveda Cannabis. Uh, our website is bovedainc.com. Um, we're, we're thrilled with what you guys have done with this show. I mean, it's awesome. People getting educated, people having fun, people learning about the plant. It's all good, man. You guys do a great job. Thanks so much for having us. Ah, uh, man. Pleasure. I appreciate you answering that question for me or all those questions. I feel like I know a bit more, a bit more about terpenes now. Yeah. Let's do it again. I'm happy to help you out. We got other people. We've got young people that oh are God, fresh I never trust and... them. Don't trust anybody under 30, man. Okay. <laughs> I'll make a note of that. It's funny. <laughs> That's funny. All right. Uh, I'm going to go try and smoke more. Okay. Do it. See if I yeah. Can... Try, to, try to keep up with your counterpart there. And then you want to... Uh, <laughs> I just... I'm sorry. I didn't mean to offend you when oh, I said that. Good. I just thought... I just figured you were just a couple laps behind him. Yeah, it's all right. He's got the huge bong right out of uh, right out of shot, right? <laughs> I don't believe it. All right, thanks for hanging, Drew. You guys yep, grab sure. some Boveda packs, uh, or else we'll be hooking you up with some soon. And uh, take yeah, it easy. We'll send, we'll send you a care package. Be well. Thanks very much. Yeah, thanks for all the love to the DGC, man. I do appreciate all that. Right on. Some people love to blaze up the deck. Yeah, we get happy for noon And with the boss man's is to take a little break That means we're lighting up a dude It's just weed, it's just weed I like to keep a good buzz on, on, on It's just weed, it's just weed In my toolbox there's a bone Some people start their day off with a pill what the doctor says to do They shake their heads And natural medicine Go ahead and try something new, new, new It's just weed It's just weed I like to keep the good balls on, on, on. 
Just look at how he's being 